ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه واله وصحبه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد عمر ابن عبد العزيز رحمه الله تعالى اي خليفه بالاسلام the leader of the muslims رحمه الله تعالى would have a common trait a trait that was found in the vast number of the righteous and pious that used to come before but is only found in a few that live in today's day and age Umar ibn Abdul Aziz rahimahullah ta'ala would often plan and plot for the strategies of the Muslims under his khilafah and as he would plan and plot and sit to his companions looking to ways to be just for every single believer of Islam and to fight against the enemies of Allah jalla wa ala he would often he would often rahimahullah ta'ala contemplate and ponder he would often daydream as he would plot and plan as he was speaking whilst he was discussing the affairs of the muslims he would look towards the distant area and suddenly he would collapse rahimahullah ta'ala he would fall unconscious until when he was woken up he was taken to his home and some of his companions or his family members would ask him oh umar ibn abdul aziz oh amir al-mu'minin oh leader of the believers what causes you to reflect like this and ponder like this and suddenly fall unconscious suddenly as you're talking as you're speaking you look away you it seems as if though you're seeing something else from this world and then you collapse what is it oh leader of the believers he says rahimahullah ta'ala He says Umar bin Abdul Aziz he says I began pondering and thinking about the fire I began pondering and thinking about the punishment that Allah jalla wa ala has stored and prepared for the disbelievers and the sinners in this dunya how can I not fear Allah jalla wa ala how can I not fall unconscious how can I not prepare myself for a time whereby my hands will be shackled my neck will be shackled and I will fear I will face the punishment of Allah jalla wa ala Umar ibn Abdul Aziz the same khalifa of Islam rahimahullah ta'ala that whenever he recite the Quran and every time he will come to an ayah where Allah jalla wa ala mentions mentions a calamity a punishment a trial of the akhirah He will stop 
And he would cry until his beard would become drenched in his tears. And then he would repeat the verses from the very beginning until he would stop once more. Unable to complete the recitation of the Quran, even when he was the Imam of the Muslims, leading them in Salah. Imam al-Dahibi rahimahullah ta'ala narrates, that when Umar al-Abdul rahimahullah ta'ala will lead the Muslims in prayer, and he will recite the surah wal-layli idha yaghsha, and he will continue to recite until he will come to the ayah, فَأَنَّرْتُكُمْ نَارًا تَلَرْضَى And I warn you of the fire that will overcome and over and wrap the, wrap the disbelievers and punish them severely. He would stop and he would cry. Until he repeat the verses once more, وَالْلَيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَى Until the eye of fire, until the eye of punishment. And he will not be able to go beyond this ayah. The Salaf al-Salih, rahimahullah ta'ala, the pious and righteous generation that came before us, they used to have a common trait. And their trait was, oh believers in Islam, their trait was that they used to often ponder and contemplate about the punishment of the fire. They used to often remember Allah Jalla wa'ala and His punishment that He's prepared, that He's created, that He has subhanahu wa ta'ala warned the believers about. What you'd find in their hearts is fear. What you'd find in their hearts is fear of a reality. It's fear of something that is going to take place. And this is why they were where they were. And they reached the levels they reached. And they became who they became. And this is why, our oh brothers, oh sisters in Islam, we are so far away from achieving the success that they achieved. For how often do we remember Allah Jalla wa'ala. How often do we remember the punishments of the fire? How often do we remember the fire in itself? How often do we actually talk and discuss about the different levels and manners in which Allah Jalla wa'ala punishes his slaves, punishes the disobedient ones, punishes the disbelievers, punishes the believers that takes the right, take the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And thus today inshallah ta'ala, I would like to take this khutbah in an opportunity to discuss some, some of the characteristics of the fire. Some of the characteristics of how Allah Jalla wa'ala will punish the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But first, O oh brother, O oh sister in Islam, let it be known to each and every single one of us that the greatest form of disgrace the greatest form of humiliation, the greatest manner in which Allah dishonors and mocks His servants is by the fire in itself. There is no greater punishment from Allah Jalla wa'ala. There is no greater way of mocking and disgracing the servant of Allah Jalla wa'ala than the fire in itself. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, Rabbana, He says Jalla wa'ala, إِنَّكَ مَنْ تُدْخِلِ النَّارِ فَقَدْ أَخْزَيْتَ وَمَا لِلظَّالِمِينَ مِنْ أَنصَارِ O Allah, O Lord, O Rabb, whoever enters into the fire, فَقَدْ أَخْزَيْتَ Then you have disgraced him, you have dishonored him, you have humiliated him, you have mocked him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَا لِلظَّالِمِينَ مِنْ أَنصَارِ And no one from the transgressors, no one from the ones who takes the rights of Allah Jalla wa'ala, none of these people that will be disgraced in this manner, none of them will be able to find a helper. 
the utmost, the epitome of disgrace, the epitome of dishonor, the epitome of humiliation is Allah Jalla wa'ala decreeing for the servant of Allah to be to face the fire. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, Uiddat lil kafirin. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala that the fire has been prepared. It's been created. It was there before creation. Allah Jalla wa'ala created it. He subhanahu wa ta'ala made the fire. And he created it for who? He prepared it for the disbelievers. The scholars of Islam, they say, Oh brother, oh sister in Islam, ponder. Ponder about this effect. Ponder about this point. And that the fire hasn't been prepared or created by the creation. It was prepared and created by the creator, Allah Jalla wa'ala. And what he creates is created with perfection. What he creates is created with the utmost level of carrying out its existence, carrying out the reason for its existence. And that's when Allah created the fire for adab. When he created the fire for punishing. He created the fire with perfection for punishing. He created the fire in a manner whereby nothing can match, nothing can equal the way in which Allah created the fire to punish. Nothing can equal the levels of punishment of the fire itself, except one. And that goes beyond. And that is the punishment of the Creator Himself. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah is Al-Khaliq. He's the one who creates. And He's not the one who has been created. He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, Inna jahannama kanat mirsada littaghina ma'aba labithina fiha ahqaba لا يذوقون فيها بردا ولا شرابا إلا حميما وغساقا جزاء وفاقا He says subhanahu wa ta'ala إن جهنم كانت مرصادا Verily, truly, the hellfire is a place of ambush is a place of torment is a place whereby the punishment of Allah Jalla will be found للطاغين معابا A dwelling place for every person that has transgressed the rights of Allah they will stay and remain in there, some of them forever, and some of them for a long and lengthy time. They will never taste or never find in it any form of any form of cold or any form of content, any form of peace. Nor will they find in it any form of drink, any form of a way to, tra- to, tranquil them, to, to, to tranquil themselves or to give them some form of tranquility or peace at all. Except they'll find in it boiling water. And the pus that comes out of the bodies when Allah punishes them. Or the blood that comes out of the body as Allah punishes the slaves of Allah. They'll only find this in the fire. O oh, brothers or oh, sisters in Islam, as Imam al-Tahawi rahimahullah ta'ala mentions, وَالْجَنَّةُ وَالنَّارُ مَخْلُوقَتَانِ لَا تَفْنَيَانْ أَبَدًا وَلَا تَبِيدًا فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَلَى خَلَقَ الْجَنَّ وَالنَّارَ قَبْلَ الْخَلْقِ وَخَلَقَ لَهُمَا أَهْلًا فَمَنْ شَاءَ مِنْهُمْ إِلَى الْجَنَّ فَضْلًا مِنْهُ وَمَنْ شَاءَ مِنْهُمْ إِلَى النَّارِ عَدْلًا مِنْهُ He says, rahimahullah ta'ala, وَالْجَنَّةُ وَالنَّارُ مَخْلُوقَتَانِ أَنْدِي جَنَّةُ أَنْدِي جَهَنَّمُ Are two things that Allah Jalla created. 
they will never disappear, never will they ever disappear. But they've been created for the servants of Allah Jalla wa'ala. He says, فَإِنَّ الْجَنَّةَ خَلَقْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ خَلَقَ الْجَنَّةَ For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Jannah and created Nar before He created the creation. And He created Jannah for the people that He loves. And He created Jahannam for the people that He hates. He created Jannah for the people that He would honor. For the people that He would grant virtue towards. But He created Jahannam to dishonor. And He created Jahannam to disgrace. Oh brothers or sisters in Islam, Ponder about this creation of Allah. It is vast. It is wide and outspread. It has many levels. It's been created to punish. And it's ibadah for Allah Jalla wa'ala has granted an ibadah for the fire. The ibadah of the fire, the worship of the fire is to punish. The worship of the fire is to punish. The fire has sense. The fire, as we'll discuss later, the fire has sense. It will speak, it has given eyes, it's been given a neck, it's been given a tongue, and it will call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on Yawm al-Qiyamah. When Allah jalla wa ala would decree for certain groups of people to be taken to the fire, and they'll be dragged on their faces, taken towards the fire. Allah jalla wa ala says, Yawm naqoolu li jahannam, hal intalat, wa taqool, hal min mazid. When the people are dragged on their faces towards the fire and they shackled on Yawm Al-Qiyamah and the angels take them towards their final destination and Allah Jalla will address the fire and speak to it saying, O oh fire, are you full? O oh fire, are you full? And Allah Jalla says that the fire will reply. I reply by saying, وَتَقُولْ هَلْ مِنْ مَزِيدٍ Is there any more? Are there any more people? فَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صلى الله عليه وسلم In a hadith reported a Muslim The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم says لَا تَزَالُ جَهَنَّمُ يُلْقَى فِيهَا وَتَقُولُ Jahannam will find people being thrown into it But it will continue to say After every group of people After groups of people are thrown in one after another After another after another It will continue to say Continue to say to Allah Jalla wa'ala, Hal min mazid. Hal min mazid. Hal min mazid. Repeating over and over, Are there any more Allah? Are there any more Allah? Are there any more Allah? And repeat this over and over again for the ibadah, the ibadah, the worship of the fire is to punish the evil servants of Allah Jalla wa'ala. Just like how the slave of Allah, some of the Mufassirun mentioned, just like the slave of Allah find contentment in Salah, or they find contentment in Sadaqah, or they find contentment in Siyam, they find contentment, they find peace and tranquility in worshipping Allah. So the pious and righteous amongst us, we excel, they excel. They excel in their ibadah, they excel in their Salah, they excel in their... Siyam, they excel in every different category of worship because that is where they find contentment. The ibadah of the fire, as the Mufassirun they say, is to say, is to punish the servants of Allah. And the ibadah of the fire is to punish as many evil servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thus when Allah Jalla wa'ala Decrees for groups of people to be sent into the fire. The fire is begging Allah. The fire is asking Allah. 
asking Allah for what? Asking Allah to find contentment in His worship. Is there anyone else that deserves my punishment? Is there anyone else that deserves punishment? Hal min mazid, hal min mazid. Every time a person enters, hal min mazid, hal min mazid. Is there anyone other than this? Is there anyone other than this? Is there anyone else that I can destroy, that I can torment, that I can punish the fire saying? فَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ رَبِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ says حَتَّى يَضْعُ الرَّبُّ until Allah جَلَّ وَعَلَى places on top of the fire قَدَمَهُ his foot وَفِي رِوَايَ رِجْلَهُ his leg and he will tell the fire to calm down and he says صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ فَيَنْزَوِي بَعْضُهَا إِلَى بَعْضُ until parts of it will fold over other parts and the fire will say, Qat, Qat, enough, 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 enough. Bi'izzatika wa karamika, by your might and by your blessings. Hadith reported in Sahih Muslim. The Prophet says, while speaking about the vastness and the greatness and the might of the fire in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created. One day he was sitting in the hadith in Sahih Muslim with his companions. And they heard the sound of something reaching its floor. Something that was thrown. And it made a noise as it hit the floor. As something that is thrown from a large area, from a high distance. When it touches the floor, it makes the sound of a bang. So the Sahaba, they heard the sound of a bang. So they asked the Prophet saying, Ya Rasulullah, what is this sound? Or he said to them, Tadruna ma Do you know what this sound is? And they said to him, Ya Rasulullah, tell us what is this sound? And he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Hada Hajarun. Rumiya bihi finnar. Mundu sabi'in kharifa. This was the sound of a stone that was thrown in the fire 70 years ago. In every way, 70,000 years ago. And it's just reached the bottom of the fire now. And you've just heard the sound of the fire now. The same fire to whom the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Describing his vastness and describing his greatness and describing his might, he says, وسلم, when speaking about when speaking about Allah وعلا, telling us that there are groups of angels that will bring the fire of Qiyamah. He says, وسلم, when the fire is brought on Yom Qiyamah. When the fire is brought so that entire humanity can see the fire, it will be brought, it will be brought to mankind with 70,000 chains, with 70,000 different ropes around the fire. And he says, And with every single chain, with every single rope that the fire is brought with, on Yawm Al-Qiyamah for mankind to see. There are 70,000 angels holding every single rope. There are 70,000 angels holding every single rope as the fire burns, as it collapses, as it unfolds upon one another, as it torments itself from level upon level. And these malaika were trying to, call, trying to hold and control the fire. 70,000 angels holding every rope, 70,000 ropes. Imagine the vastness, the greatness of the fire. He tells us, subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
that the fire has darakat. It has levels, levels upon levels upon levels. And in each level you find different people, different groups of sinners being punished in different ways. In the munafiqeen, fi dark al-asfal, he says subhanahu wa ta'ala, min al-nar. As for the munafiqeen, as for the hypocrites, they'll be given, they'll be tormented by Allah jalla wa'ala in the lowest, lowest level. The lowest level of the fire. But in each and every single level, there is the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us, and there are some people, in aminhum, man ta'khudhu al-nar ila ka'bayhi. There are some people to whom the fire will reach their ankles. Some people to whom the fire will reach their knees. Some people to whom the fire will reach their hips. Some people to whom the fire will reach their necks. And some people to whom the fire will engulf completely. And there are some people to whom will fear, to whom will feel the lowest level of punishment in the fire. And that is they'll be told to wear trainers or wear boots or wear shoes made out of fire that will make their, boy, make their brains boil. And they will think themselves that they're being punished by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the most severe level. Oh brothers, oh sisters in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the fire. And he has spoken to us about the fire. And he has described these different levels and the different forms of punishment. So that we can take heed. So that we can remind ourselves. Like Imam Sufyan al-Thawi rahimahullahu ta'ala. When he would sit down eating his food. Or when he would pray his salah. Or he would be with his family at home with his wife or his children. His beard would become drenched in his tears. And his family or his companions. Or those in his gathering would ask him. Why are you crying, O Imam, O leader of the Muslims? O scholar of Islam? And he would reply by saying, How can I not cry? When I'm thinking, pondering about the punishment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for these slaves of Allah. We ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from the punishment of the fire. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala wa ba'd Continuing insha'Allah ta'ala with some of the descriptions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us and informed us about in the Qur'an and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has elaborated and discussed slightly further to explain to us about the reality of the fire Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us an ayah in the Qur'an to which Imam ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala says this is the ayah in which Allah jalla wa ala speaks about a relief that some of the people of the fire will think they will have but in reality these are punishments from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Punishments upon punishments. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَأَصْحَابُ الشِّمَالِ مَا أَصْحَابُ الشِّمَالِ فِي سَمُومٍ وَحَمِيمٍ وَظِلٍ مِّنْ يَحْمُومٍ لَا بَارِدِ وَلَا كَرِيمٍ He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَأَصْحَابُ الشِّمَالِ مَا أَصْحَابُ الشِّمَالِ And as for the people that will carry or catch their scrolls in their left hands, 
Then what is their affair? Who are these people? And what is their situation? He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, fi sabumin wa hameem. He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa dhillim min yahmoom. Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah ta'ala, and some of the other mufassirun. They say, whenever Allah jalla wa ala punishes a servant, either in this dunya, or in the akhirah with severe heat, with severe heat, as we just experienced in these past few days, mankind, they seek contentment, or they seek comfort, or they seek assistance in one of three manners, in one of three ways. He says, rahimahullah ta'ala, either they look for something cool to drink, either they look for something cool to drink, or he says, rahimahullah ta'ala, or they look for some air or some wind, or they look for a shade to protect them from the heat of the sun. And this is a sunnah of mankind. Whenever Allah Jalla wa'ala decrees for us an extremely hot day, we seek comfort and contentment in one of these three ways. You look for something cool to drink, you look for an AC, you look for a fan, or you look for a shade. So he says in the Quran, Asfu Ashabu Shimal. Ma Ashabu Shimal. As for the group that are going to catch their scrolls in their left hands, those that are going to be punished with Allah Jalla wa'ala, by Allah Jalla wa'ala, with the hellfire, they will look for one of these three ways. Fi samumin wahameen. They look for some cool water. They look for some cool drink. They look for something to give them comfort in terms of liquid, in terms of water, something cool to drink, something cold to drink. What will they find? They will find samum. And what is samum? Samum is a hot boiling water that will boil their intestines and boil everything that will touch inside of their bodies. Samum and Wahameen, he says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will look for they will look for some kind of wind. They look for some kind of wind, and what which wind will they find? They look for an AC, they look for a fan. But in fact, Allah Jalla will give them dukhan. Hameem is some kind of dukhan, a evil, disgusting type of smoke. Whenever a person inhales it, it will make him feel much more uncomfortable than before. And then he will look for shade. And what will he find in this shade? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says regarding him, And when he will look for his shade, will find shade in fires upon fire that will unfold above him and beyond him covering him from every possible angle O oh, brothers or oh, sisters in Islam know that the fire of the hell, the hell fire and what Allah Jalla wa'ala has prepared for, this, for the evil servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those of us who sin and don't make tawbah to Allah those of us who sin and don't regret our actions those of us who sin and don't ponder and contemplate about the fact that we're going to be held accountable for these sins. And those of us that go beyond fulfilling or committing major sins or acts of shit, associating partners of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared and created and decreed a punishment in the form of the fire that is an absolute reality for each and every single one of us. It's been created for us already. It's been prepared for us already. And this is why in the, in the Qabr itself, in the grave itself, the person, 
will be able to see his destination if he were to go to the fire or if he were to go to Jahannam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted the fire and ibadah. And the ibadah of the fire is to punish and to feel content in punishing, to feel tranquil in punishing. The Prophet says regarding the ibadah of the fire, he says in the hadith reported in Tirmidhi, and we concluded this hadith inshallah ta'ala. He says a neck from the fire would come out of the fire يوم القيامة له عينان تبصران It has two eyes in which to look وأذنان تسمعان and two ears which to listen to ولسان ينطق and a tongue to speak يقول to say to Allah جل وعلا Oh Allah I have been promised to punish the slave of Allah جل وعلا I have been promised to punish three groups of people in particular. And he will mention, Oh Allah, send to me every single tyrant, every single oppressor. Send to me every single person that associate, but associated parties with you. And send to me every single person that made pictures, or that made idols, or that created things. It will speak to Allah Jalla with its tongue. It will look towards the creation. The scholars of hadith, they say, this hadith in itself tells us that the hellfire would scan and look towards every single part of Allah's creation. It will look to us in the eyes, face to face, looking deep into our souls. It will either call you by name, or call you by your sin, or call you by saying, Oh Allah, Hal min Mazid, is there anyone else? And just like how the slave of Allah, he fears the wrath of his father, or he fears the wrath of someone over, someone who has control over him, who has power over him, in the sense that he fears not to look at them eye to eye during times of punishment or during times of trial. At that moment, O slave of Allah, at that moment, O slave of Allah, the scholars of Islam they say, the servants of Allah will fear looking eye to eye with the fire. For the fire will reach out of his neck and look towards scanning every single part of creation eye to eye, face to face, calling Allah to punish the evil or the sinning servants of Allah. It is a matter to be afraid. It is a matter to fear. It is a matter that is the absolute reality. It is a servant of Allah that will punish the slaves of Allah Jalla wa'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahumma ajirna minal naar. We ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from the fire. We ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the people that will enter Jannah. We ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from every punishment of the dunya and the akhirah, of the grave of the yawm al-qiyamah, of the fire and every single test or calamity that He has created Jalla wa'ala. Allahumma a'iz al-Islam wal-Muslimin. اللهم أذل الشرك والمشركين اللهم إنك عفو تحب الأفو فأفو أنه اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد 
وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين قوموا للصلاة